If you're searching for a wrestling podcast that's filled with fun, this is definitely David Boy Smith's yeah, fucking moment. He goes, he fell on his ass. He <laughs> <laughs> fell on his ass. <laughs> Couple of haters. Couple haters. Couple haters. <laughs> wrestling nostalgia. I will take you back to May 26. 1996. It was a stormy night. <laughs> the wind was howling. <laughs> Latest pro wrestling news and rumours. We've heard about the situations between WWE, Sasha Banks and Naomi. And hilarious tangents. Let's give this not tangent off. No Samoan spikes. <laughs> 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 Then look no further. Join your hosts, James, Stu, and Johnny, and subscribe to Top Turnbuckle Podcast. And welcome back for part two of Top Turnbuckle Podcast, episode 20. Yes, welcome back. And just see what, I haven't got an intro for this one, so... (laughs) We've spared you ten minutes. Yes, yes you have. We're just going to carry on from where we were, aren't we guys? And this will probably be going out a week later as I'm speaking to you guys right now from the part one. And I think what we'll do is we'll just carry on from where we left off and we'll do the next part of the quiz. The trivia. Which, yeah. who, who's winning at the moment? It's, um, you. That's me. You, yeah. you have right. six points. Smart ass. John, Johnny's fucking good. So you get me all embarrassed. Yes. Oh, God. Fucking <laughs> good. Plus CC's cars, probably read them all. <laughs> I think I read them back there in 1996. <laughs> he's had them since fucking <laughs> whatever. He's been reciting them and waiting for this golden opportunity. <laughs> like, the, the, the thing is, any, any cunt who gets anything from like some like jobber face someone at SummerSlam 88. There was about 17 matches on their fucking cars. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Here shuffling, go. shuffling. Oh, God, Johnny's got them all over the fucking oh, place. Oh. They're fucking some of this oh. way, some of that way. Shame. No. That's, that's my OCD my kicking up now. That's not an OCD. Yeah. All right. I'm so going to have to shuffle them and put them in the right. One. It's mine. It's a trivia game where anyone can win. Johnny's one. going to be champion at the end. That's right. And just so it's fair. One minute, because let me get the... Answers because I actually want to get stumped by these. I think these are fucking hard. Right, so yeah, go on. You can pick one for me. Bum, I don't give bum, a shit. Bum, 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 bum. Da, 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 da. Do you want right. me to go first? Yeah, yeah we'll, do, right. we'll do it in the same order. Okay. James to me, meet to Johnny, Johnny to James. Right, come on, Stu, get this. <laughs> right. Okay. Just give me a second, so I want to read this, because it's written really badly. Okay. I can't get it. Because how it's written is, Sir Series, on my card. Oh, yeah, I had that on Yeah, and I I just had to take a second look at it, because I was like, instead of putting 95 Survivor Series, I put 1995 Sir Series. Yeah, it's like they ran out of budget for the ink. Okay, so here we go. Here we go, Stu, right? Right. So, at... The 1995 Sir Series, <laughs> the first man eliminated from Royals Dark Side was. Are there options? There are options if you wish to yes, take them. Please. Jerry Lola, Mabel, or Isaac Yankum? Isaac Yankum. 
That's incorrect. It's Jerry the King Lola. Fuckers. Now that match, because this is the cool thing about me and Joe, because me and Johnny can talk about these. <laughs> that match basically is the oh, Undertaker. The Undertaker. Yeah. Have you? The Undertaker's yeah. got four partners. Yeah. He doesn't use them at all. He just yeah. comes he does, back, yeah. chokes, slams everyone, and Mabel just runs off. Yeah. At the end yeah. of the match. Who yeah. was his partners? I feel like it was Fatu. Mm-hmm. One of them was Fatu. One of them was Henry Godwin. Uh, they were his mates. Said that, that, yeah, well, were yeah, 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 whatever um, you know, the domino yeah. club. Who was the fucking other one? Because Phineas weren't there. Oh, I don't know, I don't know. That, that might come up. <laughs> Vega, that's the one I thought it was. It might be, it could be someone like we'll that. We'll find out. Okay, we'll find out. Oh, this one's good. You'll go, uh, this one's good for you. Nah, you'll be all right with this okay. one. <laughs> Now, you will, you will get this because you've had this on home video, I believe. Ooh. Ah, the 1992 SummerSlam, the model versus Michael's special provision was. In other words, what, what was the stipulation? For Sensational Sherry, wasn't it? Yep. Oh, is that what you think it was? Yeah. I'm going to give you an option, right. right? Because I'm fair, yeah? I'm going to let you choose multiple choice. Okay. Because yeah. you you are right that Sherry's in five, that's not mm. the right answer. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to give you multiple choice. <laughs> All right. No count out. Yeah. No biting. Yeah. Or no punching in the face. No punching in the face. Yeah, there you go. That's why I give it to you. Right. Okay, so your last question, Stu. Mm-hmm. The manager that accompanied Martel's team at the 1990 Survivor Series was? Options if they've got them. Okay. Mr. Fuji? Mm-hmm. Slick? Mm-hmm. Or Bobby Heenan? I don't know, so I'll go I don't, with I actually Bobby don't Heenan. know this. It was Slick. It's lucky I I, I would guess Slick. Yeah. I'm Uh, I'm averaging a point around. That's all right with me. You're doing all right. You're doing all right. You're still in the game. Do you know what? I love that uh, match. Yeah. Because that match is two heels and it shouldn't work, but it does. It's actually one of the most entertaining matches. Right, who's next? James. James. Oh, no, it's you. Is it me? Yeah, me? James reads to me, I read to you, you read to James. Yeah, yeah sorry. Go for it. At WrestleMania 11, mm. the urn was stolen from Paul Bearer by. Mm. Wouldn't have known that. Karma. Correct. Karma. I knew it, but I was a little bit worried it was someone else. I was thinking King Kong I was Kong thinking Bundy. King Kong Bundy took it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I I still think King Kong Bundy took it. Was there a... Um... No options. No, no, King Kong Bundy couldn't have taken no, it he because match, he was in the match. Yeah. No, I thought... Because IRS took something off of him, he didn't was he? Well, he... He taxed he the dead. He had to begin with at the Rumble. Yeah. I think, yeah. Because I couldn't remember if Karma had made it there at WrestleMania 11. Yeah. Right, question, question two. At the 1993 Survivor Series, the tag team champs were... There are options. 
The Survivor Series 93. Yep. I know. Steiner Brothers. Is that your answer? Quebecers. Quebecers. I'm going with Quebecers. Is that your answer? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I'm going with Quebecers. Make a good host, don't I? Yeah. That's your final answer? Yeah, because Rumble 94 was Quebecers. We're going for the full two points, are we? Oh, I don't know. He's had two fucking answers here. No, it's Quebecers. Quebecers. We're going for the... We're going Quebecers, yeah. We're going for the full two points? Yeah. You've got them. He's going for the full two. And he's got them. Okay. What's the call? Yeah, it was the Quebecers. But the problem problem was is that Shock was eliminated from the... uh, No, Pierre was eliminated from the match. He was, wasn't he? Yeah. He wasn't there. The other options you had were the Quebecers, smoking guns and the head shrinkers. I was going to say Steiners. I know. They lost the titles on Raw in the Quebec Rules match. Yes, mm-hmm. they did. Yes, and then I was thinking because the Royal Rumble because the heavenly bodies faced them at the uh, Summer SummerSlam yeah. and they retained. That's right. And then the Quebecers ended up and they went in the Foreign Fanatics. Yeah. And Pierre got eliminated off yeah. of the back of Lex uh, Luger with the forearm. Yeah, and also they done Tatanka over with Ludwig Borger his first. Yeah, so yeah. the Undertaker come in. So they what they did was they changed two people. Yes, and they take over his coat up and he had the American flag in it. Yeah, right. I've got a funny story about that. <laughs> How many points did I get for that? You got two for that one, for and did one you know, for the first one. Did you know the Undertaker's dog ripped that out? No. You know when they say, my dog did something, oh, it's right, an excuse. Right, right. That was actually true. His dog ripped it apart <laughs> and I had to make it again. He went in there and they said, where's, where's your thing? He said, my dog ate it. <laughs> right. Final question. Final question. At the 1991 Serve Series... <laughs> Why does it do that? Ran out of ink. One team was the Bushwhackers and who? I know that as well. There are options. The 1991 Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. One team was the Bushwhackers and who? Was it only one partner? No, there were two, no, two, two tag teams. teams. Two tag teams. Yeah. Um, you know this. Survivor Series 91. You know I'm this. I'm going for... Hacksaw, Jim Duggan and Nikolai Volkov. That's wrong. Do you want me to answer it? What? It's the Rockers. It is. Oh, it is the Rockers. It's just it before is, yeah. they split up and they, they have a feud in it. Yeah, it is. And it's Sean Kicks. Oh, yeah. What am I thinking of? I wish I had your questions, you motherfucker. I'm thinking SummerSlam. <laughs> there we go. Johnny ends with three points on Very that round. Very good. It is hard, Johnny, mate, isn't it? Yeah. All right. I don't know what these are. We're, we're just handing out... Uh, Food. They're like presents. Dinner time. Yeah. Santa's come early. I'll bring some vinegar and some stuff in here. You'll just have to excuse us. Yeah, one excuse listen. the rustling. There we go. There we go. So, uh, are we... Um, it's just you to read the James when he gets back in. Right, OK. On to the final round. On to the final round. Is it my go-to... James. James. Yeah. Right. Are you ready? Yes. Mm. OK. I can feel the tension. <laughs> what did Jeff Jarrett 
hit Armin Johnson with the 1996 Royal Rumble. T-Bag. <laughs> the 1996 Royal Rumble, what did he hit him with? What did he hit him with? There is a choice if you want it. He hit him with the CD, didn't he? He hit him with the, the placard, the fucking Ain't I Great placard. The 1996 Royal Rumble. Jerry Lawler hit him with that. And Jerry Lawler was involved. Fuck, these are harder than I thought they were. Uh, didn't hit him with that 2x4. There is three that you can pick from if you want them. Yeah, go on. All right. A bat, a guitar, or a chair. He hit him with a guitar. Final answer? Yeah. Guitar? Yeah, he hit him with a guitar and he got straight back up. Oh, he, he sold it then. Well, he sold it then. Uh, he no. he went down, but then got straight back up, and he only split in half. When you were saying about the CD, that was in your house five, the pay per view previous to that in December. You see, I there is method to my yes. madness. Yeah. Like I had Jerry Lawler because Jeff was involved in that, wasn't he? Yes, and that's when Jeff Jarrett returned, and Buddy Landell. He got Buddy Landell to come in to face Ahmed Johnson in the opening contest. You see, you've got to be really careful you don't get fucked <laughs> on these. Because I remember uh, them hitting each other with that fucking CD. Yeah, or, so he had the AI great CD in the yeah. frame and he smashed it, yeah. Okay. Who teamed with Luna Vashan in the mixed tag team match at WrestleMania 10? Bam Bam Bigelow. Correct. Two you points. didn't need your thing either, yes. Nice. Fuck. Final question. Who did Rowdy Roddy Piper fight at WrestleMania 6? He fought his former tag team partner and best friend at one time, Bad News Brown. Correct. I'll do that one. You get another um, two points for that. Fair play. Thank fuck. Alright, there we go. So where does that leave us after the end of round two? Right. Stu. <laughs> you have two points. Awesome. Well done, James. <laughs> James, you have eight points in total. <clears throat> and I have fifteen points. Well done, everyone. There we go. Do you have fifteen points? I have. A fucking smug bastard. Oh no, no, don't um. How the fuck have you got 15 points? No, no, I'm mistaken. (laughs) I have nine points. That's better. That took me a while. I was going to say, fuck you now, we must have an extra round for Johnny. So I'm one oh. point ahead of you. Well done, mate. There concludes our quiz for this episode, yes. and stay tuned for that. We shall bring it back again. Can I just ask, because Johnny is... I know Johnny's like me with the trivia and stuff. Did that fuck you up in, in the head with thinking that that could have been the uh, Ain't I Great CD? If I would have asked that to you... Which no, you, I remembered it. Did you? Yeah, I did remember it. There is he some jumps off though. of the top right does, and smashes yeah. the... I just got in my fucking head that Jerry Lawler got involved and hit him with the going I, I think great Jerry Lawler was the person doing the interview when Jerry came back at In Your House 5 with the CD thing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how it started. Um, but yeah. I love this guy. It's awesome. good, isn't it? It's yeah. fun. So New go. segment, isn't it? I'm going to keep these separate from the other yep. ones so we don't get them all muddled up. Happy days. There we go. Happy days. There we go. And as we said, we'll be back for that. Um, we will continue that quiz for round two 
on our next episode, episode 21. Yes. So now, um, the best of... Sting! It's Sting! It's amazing to think that Sting is still active. I know, isn't it? He's released about 14 albums now, I think, in total, along with the albums with the police. I expect guys to say sure again. <laughs> you know, he used to be a teacher as well. Did he? Yeah, true story. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He's locked stock and two smoking yeah. barrels. He's also meant to be a right jumped up prick. Not that I know first hand, oh, but I, you know. I, I don't know that much about Sting, really. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's the singer. Anyway. What do we know about Sting? The wrestler. I don't know, Johnny. What do we know about oh, Sting, the wrestler? Then why have you got a whole... No, I haven't. Have no, you I not? Do no, oh, you know what? Yeah, the I was one, waiting for every the one, single... The one time I actually pitched this to you, oh, you haven't got it. I haven't yeah, got I was, anything. No. I was about to hear, like, Steve Borden, Born Again <laughs> Christian, yeah. uh, yeah. what year it I wish it I'd done it now. Uh, I wish I'd done it. You oh, know. fucking hell, Johnny. He likes <clears throat> Get out. Face paint. No, get and out. He likes to wear a black coat. And sometimes he used to wear different coloured coats. Sometimes yeah. he used to have white hair. Well, for any of you that were black hair. any of you that were tuning in to hear Johnny's description of uh, you know, <laughs> slight biography of one Steve Borden, aka Sting. Um sorry. <laughs> but on the on the subject of Sting, I have managed to um track down Sting the movie. Yeah, I've it's heard about a this. very bad movie. I haven't watched it, but I've seen the trailer to it. And it's about Sting and his life and becoming a Christian. And it's a proper movie. And it looks yeah. terrible, but we should watch it. We and should. we should review it. Yeah, we should. Absolutely. It's, it's, yeah, it looks terrible. Because, it could be like the Crow 5, mate. Because <laughs> didn't Sting at one point with Eric Bischoff... Like have into his contract that he wanted to be a movie star and he wanted a certain yeah. amount of movies. Yeah. And this was the movie. Yeah. Like I'm sure there was like this WCW was fucking mental with its contracts. And mm. I'm sure he said, I want a free movie deal as well. Like free movies <laughs> to be just done. Fucking free money at everything, didn't they? Yeah. Let's face it. Yeah, hard to, must un- have, must have hard to understand it, why they why it's they went buzzed. It was Sting Moment of Truth. It was released in two thousand four. So, oh, might not have been that. No, though. yeah. Mm. So, I wonder what the three feature films. Did you hear that, like Johnny? I have he heard wanted, something about that. Yeah, yeah. Bischoff uh, and him did like a contract, and he wanted. He said he wanted to go into movies, okay. and they had like a contract. So we were born about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like this. Thing and Sting's contract where he had to be like in these feature films. Oh, ready to rumble. Ready yeah. to rumble. But he's only in it as a cameo. Oh, though, we need to do it? we need to do that as a rewatch sometime. That's fucking awesome. I love that film. It's so fucking shit. You should have a look and uh, see yeah, what it films it was. We need to watch this though. Sting captures the imagination of the wrestling world in a way that few have. Um it's just a story of his wrestling career, pretty mm. much. But in a movie style. Oh. Fantastic. Thing, yeah. Mm, yeah. One of the worst movies of 2004, apparently. Oh. Well, <laughs> can't wait to watch movies. that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we do need to Is watch Sting that. actually in it? Yeah, he plays the main character. Oh, brilliant. There we go. Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there is one of our world famous tangents. Funny enough. <laughs> Here uh, we I go. Here say, yeah, comes number two. <laughs> like, I watched this film once, right? And it was on fucking uh, 
like Bravo or something years ago. You know, like the really shit channels where the. And it was Jesse the Body Ventura, his story. Have you ever seen that film? I've seen that, yeah. We need to watch this. No. It it really plays up what a sensitive individual is. So at one point he gets into politics because the water's been... uh, like contaminated in his air or something. Have yeah, you seen I that? Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, it's really shit. Didn't they already cover that with Aaron Brockovich? Oh, God. I same don't... feel. It's... Same, well, true story, isn't it? Yeah. And... Yeah, we need to get onto these. We so you've seen that, so you I can verify that that exists. Yeah, it does. Seen that. So we've got Jesse Body Ventura one to watch, and we've got a movie called Sting. You fucking pair of pricks. <laughs> So, so should we get back to the original topic then? So that was the worst of Steam. Yeah. <laughs> the best of Steam. Okie dokie. Well, well, do, do we want to mention Robocop? <laughs> no. As James rightly pointed, it is amazing the fact that he is still active at this present moment. It's ridiculous. For a guy who has had such a prolific career, you know, for the ups and downs of WCW as a company itself but he's still delivered day in, day out for the company with TNA as well, with Impact. Great running TNA. Yeah, an awesome running TNA, yeah. Um, he's, he's literally carried the industry. You know, he, he is, as his nickname is rightly deserved, he is the icon. He's carried the industry away from WWF and yeah. E. Yeah, yeah. Which is really strange. Like the circle, the circles of like organisations yep. that have gone up to compete, or at least try to compete with WWF or mm. WWE. He's always been like the flag bearer. Yeah, almost. he's been that stalwart. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Which is why I mean, genuinely, I found this quite tough. I didn't. I didn't find I, this tough at all. I knew straight away what I was going to pick. I had a list of four that I was going to go for. On three. But I did... But I can't remember what the other down. two were. I, I did go for Cactus Jack at Beach Blast. Yeah, that's two. a fantastic match. Yeah. I would put that one more on Mick Foley. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's Mick that. Foley's greatest moment. Not watched not, it. not Sting's. I, don't, I, I actually don't think Sting is that happy to be in that match. Mm. Because Mick Foley's not a mega name at that point. No. And the other one I was going to go for was against DDP on Nitro mm. in 99. It's a great match. Never seen it. He, Sting wins the title, but he does lose it later on in the night. Oh, it's one so of them. It's mm. one of them proper WCW. Mm. It's right. a great match. Um, and what was the other one I was going to go for? I cannot remember. Well, enough with what we were going to go for. That was it. Let's go with what we actually went for. Who would yes. like to start first? It's a pet... Uh, what can everyone give the date on what their ones are? Yeah, and we'll go in chronological order. All right. Yes. What year was yours? Mine was July '92. Mm-hmm. All right. Mine's February '93. Right, I start then because mine's uh, yep. mine's July 1990. Right. So my one is for me. This is this is Sting's most iconic moment for me. This is first world title win, and it's against Ric Flair, and it's at the Great American Bash of 1990. And the reason this is so significant is that WCW have been searching for that big star. Yep. They've been searching for that mega baby face, mm. and this really is Sting being recognised as the next guy. 
we talked about Terry Allen yeah. a lot. And I think that this really cements Sting as that Magnum TA role. I think they've been searching for it for a long time and they've finally got there. And um, what I think is really interesting about this match, guys, is that two months before, you have Hulk Hogan and Sting's former tag team partner, the Ultimate Warrior, mm-hmm. at WrestleMania 6. Didn't you? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. 1990. Yeah. Right? That match is so choreographers and oh yeah and it's I mean it's a mega spectacle but it is so rehearsed you can yeah. see it yeah. this is a pure wrestling it's match it's like completely opposite yeah, yeah. And, and it's amazing that you have this contrast of you've got the Blade Runners get both belts mm-hmm. yeah right yeah. and for me Sting's win is more important at the yeah. time it looks like Warriors is because it's the WWF, it's WrestleMania six. Yeah. But if we actually look at the course of history from now, yeah. I would argue that Sting's is more important. This is the famous match when he comes down with the American jacket yeah, 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 and he's yeah, done in yeah. the American yeah. face Red, paint. And blue. He also does something really I think the most baby face thing that you can ever do. He has a interview at the end and he praises Ric Flair yeah he does yeah he has one before as well yeah he says he's the greatest champion Mm -hmm. of all time the whole build up for this match and unfortunately it is the end of the NWA and it's Mm -hmm. beginning to go into full WCW yeah the build up in this match is you have the greatest world champion of the 80s Mm. versus the new generation in the 90s yep and the the new guy, the new face, literally. Mm. And this thing's a crowning moment. And it is a crowning moment. It's also lovely that everyone's around the ring. They do this as a Lumberjack-style yeah. yes. match to keep Ole Anderson. The Steiner brothers. Steiner's are there. Anderson's handcuffed to what eventually Ellie becomes uh, yeah. the yeah. giant Gonzalez. Yeah, we talked about that yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, that, that was what he was best known for. Mm. Uh, it's like just literally being handcuffed to people so they didn't get <laughs> yeah. involved. Yeah. There's there's a good segment where this goes a bit crazy, so you have the dramatics, like yeah. four horsemen come out. It's the Steiner brothers around the ring with... Um, can't remember who else now. Steiner's around there, Paul Warndorf's around there. That's it. Uh, I can't remember who else is around no, there. No, I can't either. Um, no, I've took my head. Paul Warndorf looks really interested, by mm. the way. Watch Paul Warndorf of how interested he is to be out watching this match. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it is absolutely hilarious. He's almost asleep as he's yep. watching it. Uh, it. But it is a fantastic match. Brilliant when, match. When We talked about Warrior earlier, and I, I'm not bashing Warrior, because he, for his gimmick and what he'd done, mm. he was a megastar. Yeah. For me, Sting was the real wrestler out of the two. He was the one who really went into it, really tried to get better at his craft. And he just comes across in this, like, you can tell Ric Flair's got the utmost respect for him. And you, that's, and you can see in this era as well, the contrast between WWF and WCW. Is WWF all about theatrics and building, building egos yeah. and yeah. this, that and the other. Whereas 
WCW and all of its wrestlers that were on the card at that era were mm. wrestlers. Mm. They were all about... You had certain people there who were like, I mean, you had Sid who yeah. got moved into the Four Horsemen. That's another thing to look out for. Look out for Sid's long John shorts. Oh, they're the, brilliant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As he comes down to win his deck shoes. Yeah. Yeah. He's really dressed for battle. Oh, yeah. Um, he looks like he's just been out on the beach and someone's called him and gone, yeah. we've got some trouble right. here. We're short. Yeah. We're short, man. Can you get it? Uh, I'm not really dressed for the occasion. Yeah. And uh, Could you compare it to, like, AEW and WWE now? Maybe not so much AEW now, but as it was a little while back. What, when it first a, started? Yeah, or? maybe. Mm. Like it, not, I, I, it's a, it is a little bit different, but in a kind of... I don't think that style. I don't think they're there yet. No, I think that WCW has enough credit with someone like a Flair being the champion to mm. anoint yeah. Sting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So not yet. No, they need a bit, of, uh, and it's a different time. Yeah, that's but it. That's what for it comes me, down for to. me, I, I totally get what you're saying. Uh, not for me yet. No. There needs yet. to be that person from WWE go over there yeah, yeah. that almost builds up AEW really to not the same level, but yeah, almost no. goes over there and wins the belt and then loses it yeah, to yeah. someone who's a real stalwart. Yeah, that's what you mean. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for me. To, for, to it solidify, similar to the Kurt Angle thing. Yeah. When Kurt Angle went over to TNA, yeah, yeah. and he went against Joe, and it solidified Joe. Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's my one. I, I think that I think what's really interesting about that one, guys, is when you place the Warrior and Hogan only two months before. Oh, they, really, yeah. they were they were former tag team partners, and at the time, Sting was seen as the lesser guy. Yeah. And I think if you look now where we are in twenty twenty three. Sting is actually wrestling at <laughs> yeah. AEW All In, and I know that unfortunately Warriors passed away. But yeah. the test of time has shown that Sting, with all these crafts, all the, the a man he worked hard he's and everything like that, mm. has has yeah. overcome. He's, he's still, he dived off the top rope a couple of weeks back. Yeah, oh, no. things like that. It's just. And they're looking yeah. after him still now as well. I, I always go for the contrast, guys. And I, I, what I found fantastic about the Great American Bash 1990 is that Sting's basically coming out party is, is going to be the next yeah, guy. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And it isn't a big deal at the time when you put it next to WrestleMania 6. Yeah, but then when yeah. you're sitting here in 2023, it's a different, yeah. totally different scenario. Because this wasn't their first match either, was it? They had a match at Clash of the Champions? Yes, they did. Uh, and also, there was a build-up where Sting was out for a very long time before this match where they had injured him. Yes, that's right. Yeah, This was Sting coming back to sort of not get his revenge, but... It really feels like it's Sting's proving ground. It's Sting's time yeah. to come out. It's, it's, it's now or never. It feel, it's got that feel to it, like it's now or never for yeah. Sting. This is this is going to be his Shit time or, or it's not. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's got that feel to it if you watch it. Watch yeah, it man. if you haven't seen it. It's fantastic. It's brilliant match. It's a great match, yeah. Brilliant match. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah, mine. Go. Awesome pick. Lovely. Fucking hell. Right. Top that, isn't it? So that was 1990. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I think it's you. hard to top that. Over to you, mate. Yeah, 1992. Um, I've got... So I've gone for Sting versus Vader 
from the Great American Bash 92. It's a great feud. Uh, this was the first of their three big matches. I think the second one was at Starcade 92 and in Super Bowl 3. Um, this is a tremendous match between two guys that just had great chemistry. They just clicked as soon as they stepped in the ring. Um, Sting didn't win this match. Um, spoiler, <laughs> there you go. Um, and it was the crowning of a new champion and kind of like a new era for WCW with Vader in charge. Uh, Sting was a big guy, but he played the smaller guy for Vader. And yeah. Vader could just throw him about. But it, like, he was still strong enough to deliver some like really impressive moves. Then the match came when Sting missed the splash in the corner. Uh, he hits the hook and he's busted open. And Vader hits Powerbomb to win the title. It's, it's a great match. Uh, Sting is great in it. He's charism- charis- char- what's the word? charismatic. Charismatic, that's the word. And when he had the right opponents, he could go with anybody. Right. I think he's... Hugely underrated, even yes, at this I point. Right, yes. Even yes. at this point, I think everyone's looking at bodybuilder Sting, WWE style yeah. or WWF <coughs> style person. I think yeah. it's totally unfair. That's what I got out of like nineteen nineties. He's only been in like wrestling as a single, I think, for about four years. Yeah, yeah. when he finally got the title, but he was starting to get to that level of not. Not on a par with Flair, but working those matches, getting yeah, yeah, yeah. used to the psychology of main events, and being able to go, as you say. Yeah, like, I was never a big. I was. I didn't watch much WCW back then, so I was more watching WWF. But I, I wasn't <coughs> a big Sting fan. I was until many years later, mm. and then I could watch back a lot of his stuff. I, I was the same as you, but if there was one person that I was begging to go over the other side yeah. it was Sting yeah. 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 I was like please get Sting like yeah. WWF please yeah, get Sting absolutely and it never happened no. and I think there, there was a lot of people like that going yeah. please get Sting <laughs> get WWF he would have just been shot to the fucking mm, moon if he had gone there um, in my opinion I think Vader is Sting's greatest opponent I know Flair's up there but I just, I just love the matches with Vader so much. As a feud, in this time that both... Well, I'll and come on to this one in a minute. As a feud, I would agree with the feud. As an opponent, I think that it says it all that Flair and Sting wrestled on the last Nitro. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. And they wrestled on the first Nitro. Yes, yeah. So I would go with Flair. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. See what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Um, that's it really yeah fucking good pick again yep yeah funnily enough <clears throat> mine comes from the 21st of February 1993 and it is Super Bowl 3 Sting versus Big Van Vader should we just point out one thing that what we <clears throat> do here which I think is really great is we don't converse nope. no so We've all picked without knowing. Yes. yes. And none of us have picked Crow Sting. No. No. Never, no. no. Which I, I thought you guys would. Yeah, I kind of thought yeah. that, that um, you especially would think I'd have picked that. Yeah. Um, and I'm really glad you didn't because this is my favourite Sting, personally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. I love the whole gimmick of the Crow's, Crow era Sting. Yeah, it was a great transition for mm. him, um, you know, to go from... I don't know what surf beach 
yeah. sting to the vigilante sting. That was a hell of a changeover in gimmicks. It really was. Um, then obviously went to the Joker sting as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. think the original sting was the best sting. Mm. I think he was... I think he was a mega star. Yeah. And people will get on at me about this. I don't care. Just unfortunately, too law when in the wrong company. I think if he'd have made the jump, I think he would have been their star. Yeah. Eventually. I do. I can't, I can't see yeah. any other way that he wouldn't have. Um, I picked this match for multiple reasons. Um, funnily enough, Johnny brought one of them up, which I, again, is just personal choice. I think Vader is his greatest um, feud. Yeah, I agree. It, it was it was phenomenal. Every match, just you, f- you felt like you were part of that story. It really captive, you know, captive, encapsulated your you know emotions in this match. It was well feud. Sorry, everything about this was brilliant. But the reason, I, the main reason I picked this match was it was a strap match, and personally, and I'll stand by this statement. I think this is one of the greatest strap matches in wrestling history. It's a fantastic match. I want to just run something by you guys. Do you think that Vader, now you guys, do you guys think that he's the greatest opponent of Sting or the best feud? Um, I'm going to stick with both. Okay. Yeah, for me personally, yeah. Yeah, it's subjective. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, um, I'd, I'm going to say both, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Vader. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, Close second for me. Do you think the reason that Vader, in your guys' mind, is the best opponent that Sting ever faced because Sting for once was the underdog? Yeah. 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 Because Sting was never the underdog hardly in any of his matches. And against Vader, Vader was the proper... This this was David and Goliath. Yeah. Yeah. This was David and Goliath. He just picked on him and just Mm. bullied him and just beat him down. Well, Sting weren't even... Yeah, I mean, David David is a good example, but I mean... Vader at this point was was fucking dominating everyone, wasn't he? And Sting... They were scared to wrestle. Yeah, he yeah. almost gets squashed, Sting. Yeah. yeah. There, there's multiple moments in this match that are just outstanding. But um, watching Sting give a Samoan drop to Vader for, was unbelievable. Seeing him deliver a German suplex quite easily, or how it seemed quite easily to Vader, again, was just monumental for a guy of that size. But then, on the flip side, you have to look at Vader as well. For a guy his size to do the moves that he could do, especially his aerial moves, yeah. fucking hell, man. That is it's, it's fucking incredible. I think Big Leon was an amazing athlete who, mm. unfortunately, went a little bit too far with smaller guys. Yeah. I yes. think that, that, that he had... He had really good sides, a really bad mm. sides, unfortunately, and I think that taints his career a little bit, which is sad because when you look back at him, he was so much more than just a bully. Mm. Yeah. Because he was well known for that. Oh, yeah. He was well known for being a bully, and there's a lot of people that don't. I mean, I, I, I listened to a uh, shoot interview with Dutch Mantel, and you would think that he would really appreciate Vader. He doesn't appreciate him one bit. You know, and the reason why is because 
he couldn't stand that he used to beat everybody up. Yeah. He used to legitimately hurt people yeah, and he said, I don't understand. He said, I never understood why he thought it was acceptable to do that. And I think it's really sad. It is, yeah. Because yeah. Um... he had so much talent, but I don't know why he felt that he needed to do that. Ah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's... Yeah, strange. It's, it's, it's such a shame. Bringing it back to... Uh... Uh, positive sides of of this as well, anyway. Yeah, but um, there's three other people involved in this match that I have to give props to because they make this match. Um, two of the commentary teams, you've got Tony Schiavone and Jesse Ventura, yeah, who sell this brilliantly, absolutely brilliantly. I wasn't much of a fan of Jesse Ventura on commentary; he used to fucking irate me, <laughs> but he was brilliant for this as was Tony Schiavone I've always liked him in commentary but also you've got the <laughs> the amazing Harley race yeah he's so good as fighters man yeah, yeah. it's just awesome everything about this match for yeah. me was just so fucking entertaining but there was a video that I sent you guys earlier or I was oh, talking about it one. yeah and it's um, off uh, WWE Network it's only a short clip of um, round the table and it's um and this one it features DDP, Sting, and Vader, and um, and one straight away I did feel really bad watching it because Vader was just a complete shell of his former self. Yeah, it looked so frail in this, and it it, it was quite gutting to see. Mm. But there was um there was <laughs> there was a section where they were talking about in ring injuries, and um, Vader brought up the fact that. Sting literally whipped him within an inch of his life um, on his back and he really did cut yep. him open badly but he also managed to hit him around the head with it so hard that he burst his eardrum right. which you do see his ear bleeding and the commentary team pick up on it because you can see here Tony Schiavone getting quite worried because obviously it's a bleed from the ear oh yeah and um, but he still carries on um, much the same as obviously Vader you know he he <laughs> He said, my, my, me, when, when I get injured, not a lot of people mention it because obviously, you know, unfortunately I have hurt a lot of people in the past, which he does acknowledge. Yeah. And you can see he feels remorseful for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I always, when, when I speak about it, I speak about it from other wrestlers. Yeah. In my, in my opinion, Vader is, if not the best, one of the best big guys Absolutely. ever. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so it's not it's not really coming from me. It's coming mm. from what I've heard on documentaries yeah, yeah. and everything like that. And it's yeah. it's kind of sad. The funny part of it that uh, I was getting to was uh, Sting brings one up that obviously in the match that I mentioned, the match that I picked for um, for my pick, um, Vader does a move off the um, off the second rope from the corner post. Um, does a splash on him and as they both said that, yeah, sorry all three of them both agreed with WCW's rings were so bouncy mm. that they were great rings, rings to work on however on this occasion he done the splash he nailed it he landed it perfectly but unfortunately he bounced straight up and caught and you can fucking hear it you can hear him fall back down on top of Sting and because he's kind of flailing around you hear Sting go <gasps> yeah <laughs> To the point where Sting rolled over slightly, looked down, and he said he could see it hadn't come out, but he said he'd broken a rib, and you could see it where it was sticking up and pushing his skin up. I saw a really interesting... It's funny to bring that up because we can go a little bit of tension. We've got a little bit of time. Uh, Because we're doing this as a two-part. 
I listened to Steve Austin talk about those rings uh, from like the podcast. Mm. His podcast. Someone oh, asked him so a question. Yeah. yeah, someone asked him a question about him, which one he preferred, and he said, "At first, WCW." He said because he said there was it, there was so much more give in the mm. ring. He said, but eventually WWE. So he said, when I first got to WWE, so it was like falling on concrete. Yeah. He said, the rings were unbelievable compared to WCW. That's something that a lot of people don't talk about, yeah. the difference yeah. in, yeah. you know, when, when you go to another organisation, the rings are cable yeah. in yeah, WCW. Absolutely. In WWF, they're rope. Mm. Yeah. And there, there's a lot of differences massively, there in style. And Austin made really, really good points. So I, I'll, I might link that actually in the page. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's quite interesting to hear. You don't hear that often, do you? No, no, no not at all. You know not about that sort of thing. But um, yeah, I, I love this match. And if you haven't watched it, please, please do go and watch it. I know it is on YouTube, or if you've got it on the network, go and watch it. It is, it's just fucking brilliant. Have you ever watched the movie beforehand? The Sting Vader and the White Castle. Yes, it's awful. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I, I'll post that. I thought I had accidentally taken some acid. <laughs> yeah. Is this the one weird. with gods and weird stuff all in it? And yeah, I think so, yeah. They did, there's, a, they did a few like that. There's one at the Bash at the Beach as well. Where it's terrible. And Sting are on a boat and it crashes and you've got Sid and Vader walking across the sand and they plotted to blow it up or something. All I remember is is this is set in like another world. It sort yeah. of feels like Krypton of uh, Superman. I feel worlds. like they're sitting at a table. There's loads of food. Yeah, there is. It's like yeah. a god type thing. Like it's weird. I I've, like I can't explain it to you now because I can't it's, remember it that yeah, well. But yeah, I have yeah. seen odd. it. It's just fucking. It's very odd. <laughs> it's very strange. Very like any, very any kid odd. who's watching it would have been like very. T- Disturbed yeah, in the brain, like yeah. they would have been like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" <laughs> well, there we go. That ends that one. There we we had some awesome comments for this again. Awesome. Some really, really good comments. And so, bear with me. Here we go. Right, David John Reynolds. First off, hello again, David. Um, Simply put, every moment. (laughs) Sting is and always has been my all-time favourite American wrestler. Don't get me wrong, I love Andre, Dusty Rhodes, Macho Man and many others, etc. But since I first started watching WCW when Sting had his surfer gimmick, I was in awe. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with it. I, I think that Sting was extremely special. As a wrestler, and you know, a lot of people will get annoyed by me saying he was in the wrong company. Yeah, uh, they'll go, "Oh no, he won't." He was. A-. What I'm saying is, if he would have made that jump, I think there's no way that he wouldn't have ended up on top mm. because he was special. Yeah, he was almost keeping that place going. Where would you have point. seen him? Like, would you have seen him take Hogan's place? Or yeah, I think so. You reckon? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I would. I think that Brett would have been about, but I just look at Sting. I look at the whole package. I look at what WWF could have done with him. Because I always wanted to see Sting, Brett, from 91, 92 time. Yeah. That would have been so much better than the matches they did have. I, I think one. I think that a good time for Sting would have been about 94. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I always think early 90s, but yeah, 94. Yeah, so if you look about 94 and then bring him in about there, you could bring him in on the Lex gimmick. You could have had, if you didn't want to go with Lex, you could have had Yoko Suna actually beating the hell out of Lex and Sting come out. Yeah. Yeah. And then gone that way. Uh, I'm just looking at the whole landscape because Diesel, as much as we like Kevin Nash, Diesel never works. Yeah. Sting, Shawn Michaels, Match. Yeah. yeah, things like that. Yeah. So our next one is Daniel Hancock, and he simply posted a gif of Sting's entrance at WrestleMania. I oh, that. I don't know if that's the entrance or the match or anything, but yeah, it's, it's, that, it's yeah. the entrance. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> entrance. yeah it was. But, yeah, it thanks. Was amazing. The entrance. Yeah, thanks for that, uh, Jerry White. Oh, I love this answer. <laughs> this is. I loved it. It's so good. This might sound dumb, but hear me out. The year is 1998. I just received an N64 for Christmas and at the end of 97, sorry, received an N64 for Christmas at the end of 97. For my birthday that year, I was allowed to pick up, pick up a game. Now, I'm like 12 or 13 when this came out. I'm a huge WCW fan. It was something my dad and I enjoyed together. I got into w- I got WCW NWO Revenge, possibly the greatest wrestling game ever. The roster alone was absolutely stacked. Your first pop in the game, sorry, you first pop in the game, turn it on, get comfortable, and start watching the intro. You see Sting staring down a freaking semi truck, stopping it with nothing but a baseball bat and a vengeful stare. This moment showed the future of 3D graphics. You knew you were in for an epic game. <laughs> I really like that answer. Oh, yeah, answer, I think that's brilliant. Yeah, it's thinking it. It's thinking out of the box. Yeah, but it's also thinking from an awesome point of view with regards to well, Sting. Sting's got to be a big star to be featured. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Warren Roberts has got in touch with us. Hello, Warren. Hello, Warren. Um, he has simply put TNA Sting when he went full Joker. Yeah, and he's just gone back to being the Joker again, isn't he? You know, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think it's a very very clever repackaging. Yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah. That worked really yeah. well. And there we go. Lovely. Yeah. Man, it's like, again, sting. again, there's, there's so many different picks there. Yeah. You know, just to say, you know, it's, in comparison it's, with it's, art. it's actually lovely to see people get involved. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what we want. Yeah. What we need is what we want. Yeah. Yes. You know, we do this not only just because it's great for us three to get together and have a fucking laugh. But we like talking about this shit. We yeah, do. and we will talk about your what you write. Every Absolute single fucking one of you. Everything yeah. we will read out. And not many podcasts do that, guys. Nope. No. We will read everything that's sent. You are part even of Even mention pornographic links. Yeah, we even things. we even mentioned Jason. You know, Jason put a lovely little comment. I won't watch if uh, you don't <laughs> shout out on that. Jason... I was always going to shout that out, <laughs> even before you got involved, but you made it more of a priority for me, uh, pal, so brilliant. Yeah. And I am tempted to write a song for the upcoming oh, album God. that will be released this Christmas. Yeah. Of Top Turn Buckle. She's podcast. done well, isn't she, by just yeah, posting yeah. that? Thanks, Nanang. I don't know what I'm going to write about yet, but I'm sure I'll come up with something. Nanang loves a wing. No, no, no. Well, we don't even know who the other person was. I mean, it might have been a girl because a it's a, it's a we bot. need to track them down. See if they we can get them on here. That's a bot. <laughs> it's a was bot. it a bot? Come on. I don't know if it's a bot or not. It has to be. 
We need to find anyway. Yeah, I might do some research. Anyway. Let you know. <laughs> anyway. It's better than a bloke stick. I'll have to say, right, Johnny never saw this one, but Johnny got tagged in uh, one, and it was a, uh, it was from Pakistan or India, and uh, it was a guy sitting on was a bed. Was this one to me? Uh, oh, no. I, wanted to, I tried to show you guys, but I had to take it off and you... Right. To be honest, Facebook beat me to it. She didn't know how immature I am. I was trying to keep it on there, right? And it was this guy, and he went... He just was laying on the bed, and he went, Hello, can you hear me? And then... Uh, oh, I remember you yeah, telling me yeah, about and then this. It cut, yeah. And then it cut to another scene. He had his wang out. Yeah. I missed this. Yeah, he had his wang out, like, and he was stroking it and everything, and it had Jonathan Coote, Tad. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. I remember that. I, I told you this, Johnny. I never, I never, like, I never saw it, but it, yeah, I remember you telling me about it straight away. I thought you were taking the piss. Me mum and me sister saw it. I did that. <laughs> I and I said, look at this. Have a look at the wang. I might draw it. Talk to him about the wang. Yeah, you never saw it, Johnny. I didn't know. Nah, Do you want to? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah, come on. Let's get on with the next subject. <laughs> So we have had some really good posts. Oh, yeah. We have. Yes. So, next up. No, I'm having tangents. Oh, I'm enjoying going. myself here. <laughs> uh, Stu's had one. Oh, yeah. From the sponsorship. Yeah. Uh, right. He was positioned oh, no, 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 by a... It was tagged. I tagged um, Three Counts Wrestling merch, yeah. and it was a conversation that... Um, it, was, uh, it was from a physiotherapist. Yeah, I think they were in Brazil. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. And uh, they, they wrote back to Stu, mm. I'd really like to get to know you. You uh, seem like a lovely lady. Oh, yeah. yes, I remember this. Yeah, this yeah. was yeah. amazing. <laughs> there, and there was like rose emojis yeah. in it and everything. Oh, yeah, I remember I this. mean, the sponsor even had a good fucking Oh, yeah, they joined in I and all. I mean, it was yeah. great. Fuckers. Yeah. I don't think you were on yet, Johnny. I think... I think I remember seeing it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, I loved it. I sent you yeah. personal word attachments. I do. They, they, they bring me joy. Yeah. It's going to be a new topic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it will be from me. If, <laughs> if, if if we get any, I shall fucking... What should uh, we call it? James's wang. Yeah. <laughs> wang along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag wang along. That'll appear on the... Uh, Oh. On the um... wang along or fanny flash? <laughs> oh God, no! They're meant to be discreet, not like. Well, wang along is not. Well, it's a bit more, you know, subtle. James meets Jimmy Wang. What was that wrestler? Wang Yang. Jimmy, Jimmy Wang Yang. Yeah. <laughs> James Wang Yang. <laughs> Next. Next. Next up, we have. It's great thing that ever happens. Danhausen. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, this is going to be Hold the fucking line, callers. Now, coming off the back of our last episode and someone here who can do a very good impression of it, (laughs) I personally think that I should stop doing the introductions to this and leave it to James. So our next topic is... Isn't Dan Housen watch? I didn't get it that time. Dan Housen watch (laughs) Housen, you penis. Isn't that Dan Housen watch Housen? There we there go. We go. Um, Dan Housen, watch Housen. There we go. That's better. <laughs> it was his birthday two days ago. Yeah, I did say he yeah. tried to steal the money off of Paige. He did, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I should say Soraya now, yes. because they had the same birthday. That I did actually uh, see some things. I also saw about uh, Dan Housen saying, 
please do not keep asking me to come to Wembley Stadium. Yeah, I may have done oh, that I a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he actually did. Um, yeah, post a tweet about him and. Uh, that seemed like quite a serious tweet that he was actually saying, please, yeah, not, uh, please actually support the talent that's yeah. there. He simply tweeted, hello, I am injured. I will not be at Wembley. Go enjoy the rest of us who are not injured that are at the show that have worked very hard to help make this happen. I am not at Wembley. I am not at Wembley. I am not at Wembley. I am injured. Thank you all for asking. <laughs> I am injured. Do you think you'll be there? I fucking hope so. No. I <laughs> um, thought he'd be there just to kind of do I, some backstage. No, I know he's not because he's doing a con... Um, I'm pretty sure it's the same day. Right. That uh, he's doing yeah. a uh, convention on the same day, no, which I, is I think, gutting. I think that was kind of also out of character. I think yeah. it was to support his fellow yeah, uh, guys right. and to say, look, guys, I'm not going to be there. Like that sort of thing. I actually think that he kind of wants... Us to support everybody yeah. else, yeah. A fair play to him for that, man. Uh, you know, that's, that's, yeah. that's I cool think he's fun. just shot it straight away down. Yeah. God, I'm not going to be there. Don't expect me to be there, you know, and all that sort of thing. Yeah. He's taking over some uh, hosting duties again. Oh, okay. He is presenting a one-night show called Hosting uh, Hosting Goodnight Housing mm. right. at uh, Starcar 6 in Chicago. I did see all this. Oh, see? Yeah. You're getting involved, man. I, I, I am. Uh, I'd like to see him more active on AEW. I, I still think there's a place for him when he's not active. Still I injured. He's still injured, but I think that there's a place for him. Uh, I think he's extremely talented yeah. as uh, a personality, and okay. I think he should be on the show. Yeah. He's in the dark order. Do you think that would work? No. No, I think it, no. I think it, I still think, I know it's my crazy idea, I still think his own faction as a manager, and he, he pisses them all off. Yeah. Like, somehow they stay with him, but he's a detriment to them all. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that's how I would do it. Like that, I think it would be really funny. Yeah. Similar to that. the hook thing. Where he has like he could have like the hardest bastard with him, yeah. And somehow there, he has to that that guy has to be with him, but it works out for him like short term, yeah. But then things start fucking up, yeah. And he's just with him, but he he sort of likes him. I mean, but look, for example, look at all the shit that he had with um, Double J. Mm. That was hilarious. That's what I would do. Yeah, um, and that ends. Because yeah. he ain't done, done a lot else. At least it was something, though. But he's been out and about, yeah. yeah. There ends. Dan Housen Watch. Housen. <laughs> Dan Housen Watch Housen. Dan Housen Watch Housen. There we go. There we go. And that leads us on. Very evil. Ass boys. Hello! That's the only one I can do. Ass boys. Ass ranch. Ass ranch. So, that leads us on to gifts. 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 Ooh. Surprises and presents. Presents for those who care. Yeah. Where are we going with this? Um, (laughs) On the last episode, I said, I want you all, all of you, all 530 members, after listening to the page, listening to the podcast, I should say, um, to hashtag the page with... 
Goldberg, get off me knob. Get off me knob, Goldberg. Yes. Get off me knob, Goldberg. <laughs> either, either. Either, either, yes. So, uh, and, and because of this, I was going to give you a special gift. And out of all 530 members, um, we had we had two. <laughs> yes. We did have two, yes. And, and I tried to, uh, what I tried to do is as an extra competition to say that that hashtag you had to put in as a first question, and then the second question, you actually had to tell us from the World of Sport section, you had to tell us who was the special guest in the Marty Jones and Dynamite Kid match. Yes. We had no comments on that. So <laughs> no sadly... <laughs> Shame on you. So sadly, that no. Hall of Fame signed picture will stay here at this present time. Right, um, so yes, um, out of the two people that entered, we have Darren Brown. Hey! And Bobby Shepard. Hey! So I, what I have right now is I've wrote your two names down on a piece of paper and I'm going to put them in a hat and we're going to pick one out. And the winner will receive a special gift Ooh. from me. Who's picking it out? You can pick it out. Oh, I'll pick it out. Oh, I'll pick it out. Okie dokie. Right. Ready? Dig deep. Oh, so many to choose from. <laughs> we have... Darren Brown. Dun, dun, dun. Congratulations, mate. Congratulations. Get in touch with us. Um, yeah, we'll be in contact with you or yeah. whatever. And um, we'll have a special gift coming to you. Very special very gift. A pair of... Um, well, we don't even know what it's well, going to be. Yeah. Socks, gloves. Could be some socks. Could be some... Could, I might even draw you a picture. Oh. Yes. I might even... An out-of-date box of Lynx <laughs> Africa. Yes. Impact. I hope you enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Well there we done, go. Mr. Brown. I mean, speaking of competitions, we've got another one. We have got another we one. We have got another one. Um, we have the Rock DVD to give away. The world's champion, the most electrifying man in all of sports entertainment. <clears throat> Who? Most electrifying man. Oh, that's the one here. <laughs> oh, I thought you were on about an electrician. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Dave lives down the road. Yeah. Um, Spud gun. So the competition was simply for uh, a rock DVD, which... Three disc box set? Three discs. You've got over th- a lot of hours. The journey of the most electrifying man. In... Sports entertainment. Oh, I thought James was going to carry I, on. I, I, uh... <laughs> he zoned out. He was just so impressed by his Danhausen impression. I'm watching my dog break dancing on the floor. <laughs> Oh, he's having a break to lick his bum. Yeah, he's all right. So, the question I asked was, who did The Rock play in the film Moana? And the light in the thing, he calls me. I haven't even seen the fuck up. Oh, mate, you missed out. Did I? Yeah, it genuinely is actually a good film. Is it? The one thing that puzzles me is how the hell they uh, managed to convince Alan Tudyk to play a chicken <laughs> yeah. with the worst boss eyed you'd ever see yeah. on a chicken. What was the chicken called? Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Uh, yeah, so the question was, getting back to it, who did The Rock play in the film Moana? And the answer was... Maui. Yes, put you on the spot there. You weren't <laughs> yes, expecting yes, that, I were you? Um, 
and I'm sneaky and I picked the name at random early one before before we before we recorded recorded. And the winner is Martin Spargo. Oh. So get in touch with us, Martin. Um contact one of us via any of our social media outlets, drop us a message. Give us your address, and I'll make sure that gets winged out to you as soon as possible. And get a picture of yourself watching the DVD. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Post a picture on our any or all of our social yes. media pages of you sat down in your PJs. In your pants. No, no not, not in, in your pants, pants. Not in your pants. With your slippers on. Yes. Bag of popcorn. Watching The Rock. Watching The Rock. And post it. Wearing a Top Turnbuckle Podcast t-shirt. And if you haven't got one... Pounds. And if you haven't got one, buy one. <laughs> there ends competition time. Yes. So, all we've got left is um, a song. Oh, yes. I need a little bit of time to prepare yes. myself for this. Okay. All right. I thought, you were, I thought you were getting like a tuner out or something. I thought you were going to tune your voice. Mate, I'm, I, I, I'm preparing myself for this because I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. Can you just explain the antique instrument that you brought in? Right, so. That you searched high and low for? It's a... Children's guitar. Um, you could have sold a, that so much better then, mate. It has like and lots of different colours. No, I'm going to take a photo of him posing with it first. Look at that. Oh! It's quite fucking hardcore, right. isn't it? Johnny? That sounded like Bret Hart's riff. <laughs> it didn't he? <laughs> boom, 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 give, boom, give us a full-on death metal pose. Fucking broke. Yeah, it? Sure broke I don't it know what happened there. but So there we go. Many tunes, many tunes oh. indeed. Is that your phone, Johnny? No, it's that. Oh, so I just need to prepare myself for this. This may take a second. So talk between yourselves. It's fine. What is that from? In comedy, it? that this. Oh, I won't know what it's from. Sorry, it's from something. It's Deliverance. From... No, uh, <laughs> no, no. They take, they put this in Gorgeous George to take the piss. Oh right. You know, in my videos. Oh yeah. So just so everyone is aware. I will be performing I Am The Mountie in the style of Mika. This is a great pick, by the way. I forgot about it. Thank this. you so much. Right, here we go. You ready? Oh, yeah. Right, so the next song is Mika. Um, do we want to describe Mika? <laughs> sort of a... Uh... Falsetto hyperactivity. Yeah, sort of a <laughs> B B grade Freddie Mercury. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, which is not a bad thing. Right, so this is it's like a mega mix I'm going to be doing of Mika and the Mountie. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. Whew, right. This is the way you left me. Not pretended, no hope, no love, no glory, no happy ending. Can't remember the mountains. This is the way you love, love, like it's forever. Then rest the rest of our life, like not together. I am the mountain. I am handsome. I'm brave. I am strong. I am the mountain. <laughs> And I enforce the law. You can try to run, but you can never hide. Because the Mountie always gets his men. Because the Mountie always gets his men. Ah! 
Like it's forever, they live the rest of our life like not together. I'm the Mountie, I am handsome, I'm brave, I am strong. I am the Mountie, and I am fast alone. You can try to run, but you can never hide. Oh, I'm not gonna. Ever. I'm not gonna qualify because you. Because the Mountie. Always gets his man. Oh, the Mountie always gets his man. Ah! I am the Mountie. And I always get my man. Yes. And I. Coming up now. You ready for this? Love, little bit of love, little bit of love. I forgot this was in the song. Little bit of love, little bit of love, bit of love, little bit of love, little bit of shock, little bit of love, little bit of Rougeau, little bit of Raymond, little bit of Pierre, little bit of amazing French Canadians, little bit of Quebecers, little bit of Johnny Polo, little bit of the Quebecers from 1998 that no one remembers, little bit of the Intercontinental Champion, little bit of Cattle Pride, little bit of Jailhouse Match, little bit of love, 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 little bit of you you have got for that one. I am the bounty. Oh my god. And I enforce the law. Hey, 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 hey! This is the way you left me. I'm not pretending. No hope, no love, no glory, no happy ending. This is the way that we loved, like it's not forever. <laughs> they live the rest of our life, like not together. I am the Mountie, I'm not pretending. No hope, no love, no glory, no happy ending. This is the way that we love, like Jacques forever. We're here the rest of our life, but not together. I am the Mountie, I am brave, I am strong, I am forced to love. Thank you. Mate, you have literally just made my fucking year. Yeah, that, that was amazing. Oh, I absolutely love that. I just want uh, a big shout out to myself as well, because while that was going on, I actually qualified on Fall Guys, which is a really, really hard thing to do. 
Whew, that was awesome. I, oh, I'm I up, said eh? before, I genuinely used to dread <laughs> this fucking segment. It's best segment. But, oh, mate, that was awesome. Well, there we go. I think <laughs> does that, that wraps up... Um, that does wrap up. Episode um, 20. Yes. So then... 21, here we come. 21, here we come. Whose pick is it for the next episode? It is mine. Oh, what have we got? What we've got is something really, really interesting. What we're going to do is we are going to venture into a specific year. Ooh. And that year that we're going to venture into is 1988. Ooh. Oh, seven. Yep. So... The reason this is a cool year is because you have a plethora of things going on here, guys. You can go with WCW. You can yep. go with the AWA. You can go with even, I think, Memphis is still USW. running USWA. And I think you can go with WWF. You can just go wherever you want with this. Now, here's what it's going to be. It's going to be... And I decided this while I was actually thinking about, as we talked about it before, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Briefly. You can have your top three. It can either be wrestlers from 1988 right. or matches. Okay. Because then we're going to have a difference with everyone. And we're not yeah. going to, we never convert. Oh, <laughs> it's paranormal activity. <laughs> the bounty. So, yeah, we go with that. And and then simply, best and worst, either, either, or both. Yeah. uh, Just from 1988. Okay, cool. It gives you a huge plethora to choose from. Different organisations. I like it. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, good. All right, cool. On top of that, we will also have... Well, I've had a suggestion already for my next song, one of my next songs, and it's by Chris Chantry. And he would like me to do a rendition of Wyclef Jean featuring The Rock, It Doesn't Matter. Okay. Oh, no. It could be in any style at all. He hasn't suggested a style, so... Okay. Happy days. Happy days. So, and before we go, as we mentioned earlier, we absolutely love the involvement of our listeners. We've had some brilliant, brilliant... Um, comments from everyone for the recent picks. Um, please keep that going. They've been absolutely brilliant. We love getting you guys involved. And as we said earlier, we read every single one of them out. So for, uh, stay tuned for our topics. Please keep an eye on our social media platforms, which are, again, Instagram, top.turnbuckle.podcast. Uh, Twitter, we are at T underscore turnbuckle pod. And Instagram TikTok. forward slash top turnbuckle podcast and Instagram we are not Instagram sorry TikTok TikTok um, sorry top turnbuckle just type in just search top turnbuckle podcast and yeah. you should find it there oh, you nice. go and Jake did you say you had another pick for a song for me yes I do he does so look at that face right so I want you in classical classical <laughs> okay. it can be Beethoven Mozart right. what. In, well, no, because I don't sing, do they? I'm trying to think of someone who's a singer. Pavarotti, okay. in, in the style of Pavarotti, I want okay. you to sing Flash Funk. Flash Funk? Oh, Flash, you're so funky. Have you ever heard that? No. Oh, okay. my God. Okay. Flash Funk. Too Cold Scorpio. Yep. Right. Okay. Flash Funk in the style of 
Pavarotti. Yep. Okay. Well, there we go. Do there you think go. you can pull that one off? I pulled anything. I pulled the Maui off. So yeah, true. That's what they pulled it. I mean, wait, wait, you did the love walrus before. That was, that was, <laughs> wait, these are just getting better and better. Oh. There we go, folks. There Thanks ever go. so much for tuning in to episode 20 of Pop- yes. Top Turnbuckle Podcast. I can't wait to hear you do that one. <laughs> I'm going to be on it tonight. I'm going to play it, Stu. And then he's going to realise why I'm so James, James is getting ever so excited Very already. excited. So thanks again for getting involved again, guys. Um, take care of yourselves. And it's goodbye from me, Stu. Goodbye from me, Johnny. And it's goodbye from me, James. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye. Bye.